Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey there, Bill Barron here with... Karen, Kenny, BB and KK in the house here to have one of our little chats, a little get-togethers to just see what's riffing off the top of our head, some things that we've been thinking about. And I always love to see what my friend, uh, East Coast, West Coast, I'm always interested to see what my friend Bill has to say about things that have been on my mind. And I'm always curious to hear about what's on his mind because he's a wicked smarty pants, you guys. You know, it's really funny. I was like, all right, like, what are we doing? I mean, it's like, is this enlightenment in the gutter? Is, is, is that what we're doing here? <laughs> you know, I just think that, um, you know, the famous writer Joan Didion said, you know, I don't know what I think until I write. Mm. I don't know what I think until I write it down. And it's a discovery process. And I think sometimes when I talk to you, I think I know what I think until I start to talk. And then I hear another point of view. And it, it's just kind of like this. It's like, you know, it's like, call it uh, spiritual ping pong. It's like, we just kind of get to go back and forth. And so um, these talks help me to sometimes figure out what I believe, what I think, and also what I didn't know that I thought. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll start with a little bit of gratitude and I'll tell you why I, I love these talks and, you know, and I hope that we continue to record them and publish them. Um, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like, we are all, we are all multifaceted, facet, faceted humans. Yes, yes. Yes. Having a spiritual experience, right? Yeah. And, and in the multifacetedness of who I am, to be able to be met in so many facets of who I am in a conversation is, um, is extremely gratifying. And uh, so that's the reason why I love it, because I know that it doesn't matter where the conversation goes, that we can meet each other in all those places. And uh, so whether it is enlightenment or whether it is a gutter conversation, we can be there. Yeah, because I think it's where I think the one great thing about you and I is that we always meet each other with curiosity and not judgment. Mm, yeah, yeah. And so it makes it just makes it fun and interesting. And it's like, I wonder what my friend and there are times that things happen. And I think, you know, it's interesting is my clients will say to me, so, you know, back in the day, you may or may not remember this, but there were all these like bands that people would wear on their wrists and it said, WWJD, what would Jesus do? But now my clients always say to me, I'm always like, what would KK do here? What would KK say? And I always start laughing. I'm like, don't ask me, ask your, ask your inner teacher. But there are times, I'm not going to lie, when I'll see something online or I'll see something in the coaching world or business or whatever, or like whatever, a poker thing, like just whatever. And I'll, I'll always be like, I wonder what, I wonder what my buddy BB, I wonder what Bill Barron would think about this. So these are the opportunities where I get to, um, 
be with somebody who not only that I respect and admire, but that I really genuinely like and love. And so it's, it's really, it's really wonderful to be, you know, that quote by Rumi where he says, basically, uh, there's a field, I'm paraphrasing, there's a field beyond suffering, beyond judgment, beyond whatever, I'll meet you there. Yeah. And that's how I kind of feel like what we're doing is we're meeting in the field. Yeah. That's actually one of my favorite poems and one of my favorite lines like ever written. Well, see, and I didn't even know that. So spiritual team on the job. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. what I wanted to talk about um, about this because I remember so last year. Wait, was it this year? I, yeah, no, last year. <laughs> so for those of you who may not know this, um, Bill Barron was my um, business mentor and coach for two years learned so 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 much from him and um this time last year in january i was having an existential call it dark night of the soul i wouldn't necessarily say it was a crisis but it was definitely an awakening of something was happening and i caught that awful flu of 2019 that was going around and i was and i almost knock on wood i have a really healthy immune system so i almost never get sick like all my issues are in my gut it's never usually like sniffles colds flus but i got knocked on my ass so when i get sick i it has to be like a super bug usually that like takes me out and my sweetie was just kind of trying he doesn't he gets everything so he was just kind of trying to nicely like he would bring me tissues and stuff but he was trying to stay away from me so I would literally be in our bedroom in the dock, feeling like shit, like my body was just like shit and trying to like, you know, you try to use all your spiritual tools. I am not a body. I am free. I am as God created me, all the Course in Miracles stuff, so trying to remind yourself. But there was moments of, and I told you this on a coaching call we had one day where I was like having moments of like terror where it was almost like I was forgetting myself or I didn't know who I was. And there was like this falling away or like if I was a literally the graphic is like a snake shedding its skin and it's like what am I leaving behind and there were moments where it was really really scary and I felt incredibly alone in the dock lying there and I just kept saying like you can't run from this whatever this is you just have to stay in the discomfort like you just have to sit in the shitty diaper right now like and just be in it because there's something here for you and I remember talking to you um, on the call about it and you were just kind of like, you know, smiling compassionately at me, just kind of like, oh, another, I don't remember exactly what you did, said, but it was some version of like, uh, and I'm sure I do because I wrote everything down, but it, like the, another layer of the ego kind of sloughing off and like, like, I just felt so raw and vulnerable. And then interestingly enough, about a month, maybe three weeks to a month ago, and you can correct me. You did a post and like on social media and it was just you staring right into the camera, like unflinchingly. And you looked, I'm not, not to be mean, you looked a little tired. You looked a little overwhelmed. There was like a look in your eye of like, just like, like, I don't know. And I'm not going to speak for you. I'm gonna, I want to hear about it. But you did a post about how there's some changes happening here and you felt, I think you were feeling those things tired, like questioning all this stuff. And the reason why I'm bringing it up is because here we are again, the end of January, 2020, and I'm going through another whole cycle and I'm working with this amazing healer, Marianne, not Marianne Williamson, a, a healer named Marianne who is in Portugal. 
And she has this incredible ability. Um, and just, I always say to people suspend disbelief where she can like go into your body from long distance and look in the tissue and see what's there and kind of, so I talk about it like kind of all this sediment from the bottom of the pond is kind of being stirred up right now. This tr old trauma, old stuff that maybe is unresolved, but I feel like another layer. January seems to be the month. So I just wanted to kind of talk to you about what was going on for you, because I think that some people as a spiritual mentor, some people sometimes say to me, well, you're there right now. Like there comes a point where like you're, in, you know, you're there. And I'm always like, hey, unless you're Jesus Christ or the enlightened Buddha himself, <laughs> we all still have work to do. This is, I am a lifelong learner. This is a deepening process. And so can you talk a little bit about what this has been like for you? Because I'm like, it's not like, oh, I've arrived. Like I'm continually kind of going through this metamorphosis. Yeah. So, it, you know, one of the things that, that I'm sort of present to is, and I'll talk about a framework that I'm present to, and then I'll, I'll, I'll speak to like what was actually happening, what is happening. So whenever we land somewhere new, we're a complete beginner. And we don't know anything. It feels like we're lost. It just feels super uncomfortable, <laughs> yeah. like dis completely discombobulating. And it feels like I don't belong here. Oh, amen. Yeah. Double amen hands. <laughs> and, then, and then we go through whatever processes that we go through. Some people are much faster than others. And then we begin to feel like, oh, I've got my footing. Like, I know, I understand what's happening. Like, time slows down a little bit. And we're able to see things. And, and then we get to a place where it's like, ooh, like a mastery of this new place. Where it just feels like, whoa, like I can do this with my eyes closed, like whatever this is. And then that thing begins to die, <laughs> right? And then, and then the next phase is like, I'm holding on for dear life. And yes. can I go back to that previous phase where I'm like, I had it together, where it felt like this is really great. And then we're like holding on, we're holding on, we're holding on. And then finally we let go and we wind up in a new place. And now we're lost. We're completely a beginner and the entire cycle keeps happening over and over yes. and over again. Yes. So what, what was happening for me around Christmas was like that post and that picture was the day that I let go and I'm, I'm not hanging on. I'm landing in this new place that I have no idea what I'm going to do, how I'm going to do it. Like I'm a complete beginner here. Yeah. And, uh, and it was like almost the relief of like, letting go of like the clenched fist of like the previous incarnation. Yes. And then the complete bewilderment and the, the 
pain and discombobulation of being in a new place. That is a perfect description for how your face looked, was a little bewildered. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people commented on that picture, like supporting you and loving you and saying they're so proud of you for your vulnerability, for your transparency, for letting us see. Because for those of you who may not know my friend, you are very well known as being a wicked successful guy. Smart, has his shit together, knows what he's doing. He's a leader in the industry, he's the business oracle, like all these things. And it's so easy to forget that there's just, please say, there's like a, just a guy in there. There's yeah. just like a person who's trying to figure this shit out too, you know? And, and it was a really beautiful, uh, a really beautiful moment, you know, to witness. And it's so funny because I have this little, I don't know if you would call it a, I don't, it's not a meme, but it's like this little cartoon drawing of a stick figure of a little girl. She has like no hair. She has like three strands of sticking up hair. She's wearing a little red dress. It's very crudely drawn. Her arms are like wide out and she's smiling. And her, what she's ex exclamating is, I have no idea what's going to happen. And she's so excited. And I always send it to my clients when they're, in the, the hallway, as I call it, in that place of a bewilderment, like what fucking direction do I, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, and I just think like, wouldn't it be amazing if we could embrace it with that enthusiasm? But man, it's a little discombobulating in the beginning, like getting your footing. And it's like, well, who, like, that's the big question, right? That all the, like uh, Ramamana Mahashi always said, the, 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 the greatest spiritual question you ask is who am I? So like, who am I without, as you called it, the mastery, the knowledge, the, like, who am I as this, like, who am I? Like when you get, you know, like different things, like if you've always been really attached to your hair and then God forbid you get cancer and you lose your hair, you, as we age and we lose our quote unquote looks and you lose your mind, like all these things that we self-identify as like, so that in those moments, I just remember laying there thinking like, like, I don't know jack shit right now. Like, I am in total, total, like, the void, right? Ex Dark night of the soul, existential crisis, whatever it is. Oh. You know, so much of how we perceive ourselves yes. is through the eyes of other people's perceptions. Amen. And... Um, and part of sort of this, this next phase for me is how can I cut that out? And, you know, the interesting thing, yes, I did get a lot of, you know, you know, vulnerable posts, like support, kudos, all of that. And, um, and worry as well. Right. And it was, you know, I, I'm so glad you brought that up because a little flash in my mind, I swear I'm not, I'm not just saying it because you just brought up a little flash of my mind was, I wonder if pe anybody was like, oh shit, BB's about to have a breakdown. Like what's going on? If anybody oh, thought that. I am sure <laughs> lots of people thought that. Right? And, uh, and here was the interesting thing was I didn't set out to write a post to share on social media. I set out 
to process in my journal. And I did. And then I had a thought, I should really share this because I have some really cool stuff that I write, but I never share it. I'm going to share it. I should really take a picture, which I don't usually do. True. Myself. I don't, I think that was my, might've been my first selfie. Solo selfie in my life. Yeah. Right. So I put it in and I just post it. And I, so there, there's a lot of people that talk about vulnerability, but to me, it's a two phase process. Can I be vulnerable with myself? And if the answer is yes, the rest, it's just a freaking finger saying post, right? And so I wrote it for me yes. and I posted it because I was curious. I was like, what, what would happen, right? Like it wasn't, it wasn't from a need to share with the world. Mm -hmm. I had a need to share with myself mm -hmm. and I had a desire to post it to see what would happen. Experiment. Yeah, that's all it was. I mean, you haven't been as successful in stuff as you are and well-known as you are. You, you, you were not a, a brand or a person or a business that grew through, um, not obviously like, yeah, that, that's how I found you was online, but personally, personally, you even said when you first came back kind of to social media, however long ago it was, you said, I'm not even really sure like what I'm doing here and what this means to me, this whole experiment of social media stuff, but I'm going to give it a go. And so you really, to me, have just kind of started really posting again pretty recently. So I'm so fascinated uh, by, um, I'm always fascinated by what motivates people. So I'm really happy that you just shared that. I'm always fascinated by people's reactions to like, or the people's need. And I was so like, people's need to be like, I'm about to be vulnerable now. Like we have to announce it. Like something about is about to happen. So I just thought it was so fascinating when you posted it. And I just kind of, I, you know, I sent you a, a private message and then I just sat back and watched. And I was like, cause I'm into that too. I'm like, oh, this is so interesting watching how everybody's responding to this. And I think so much of what you said is true. I mean, like how people respond is so secondary. The, the first thing I say, so when I'm on a call with my, with my mentoring clients, I always do a little, call it a centering, call it a prayer, whatever you want to call it. And one of the first, one of the things I always say is, may we be able to like listen with open ears, open hearts and open minds, compassionate, open ears, open hearts and minds, so we can actually hear. But may we have the courage to be honest, first and foremost, with ourselves and then with each other. And, and that's how I always lead it, because I think that's the place where it gets squirrely. And because if you can't be honest with yourself, and I think that's what those moments of dark nights of the soul or the existential crisis or the what's the unknown is you're sitting there and you're having a very like what I call um, fearless, fearless look in the soul mirror. And you're like, who am I really? And I think about that all the time. I've been kind of playing with the idea, like I said to my sweetie, you know, I'm not going to coach forever. There's going to come a point where it like whatever the, tra I know I'm transitioning. I already know. I, I don't know what that looks like. And I'm just kind of going for the ride right now. But I sometimes play with the idea of, wouldn't be, you know, if I could make just as much money working in a bookstore, I would do that. If I could make as much money, maybe having like an animal kind of sanctuary, 
I would do that. Um, the need, the need, the maybe a younger version of myself had like, who am I, as you were talking, like in the eyes of people who know me. And so much of that is becoming, not that I don't love people, but I'm less and less interested <laughs> in like the public response to me versus what feels like really, really genuine and true and authentic, you know, to me. That's, that's all that really I care about more and more, not, not in terms of people, but with myself, like the assignment is alignment, I always say. And am I, am I in alignment with, um, you know, like this is my, my podcast, my personal podcast, it's coming out. Um, oh, it came out this morning. It says, how's your character? And it's talking all about is who we say we are, who we believe we are, actually in alignment with how we are and how we're showing up. Yeah, and, and we experience pain when uh, what we perceive ourselves to be and, uh, and who we're actually being gets illuminated. It's like, <laughs> like other people's words cannot hurt us unless they're illuminating the gap between who we believe ourselves to be and who we really are. Right, right. Or, and, or, it's not even, it's and, I'm saying the same thing, just a little differently, is that, or they're illuminating the place where we already know we're full of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that, that and that's what I say, because if, if you're, what you think and what you say and what you do, and I think Gandhi was one of the first people to say it, it's just, I say it a little, same thing, I always say, same Z's, same Z's different, um, is that if, we're, if who we say we are, who we believe we are, who we then say we are, but then how we are is not congruent, there will be suffering. And it won't just be you who suffers. It will be sometimes, especially if you're a coach who's made promises about this is who I am, this is what I do, this is what I will do for you, this is what I can do, but then you're full of shit and people have paid you a lot of money. Um, I understand that we're all responsible for our own choices, actions, feelings, and stuff. But if you've made a, a promise, a guarantee that you actually can't fulfill because you're not the person you say you are, or you don't have the skill set you say you possess, you're not the only one who will suffer from your lack of alignment. It will affect other people. Yeah, that's definitely true. And one of the things that I think about for myself, it's like, all right, okay, can I just be honest with myself as the first step, right? The second step is, can I accept that part of me as being so in this particular moment? And then can I, can I share that part with people unapologetically, right? And then there's the next level of acceptance and loving, right? So it's like, that's, that's actually one of the reasons why it, you know, we are, as humans, uh, we are tribal, we are a tribal species. So it is really important for us to be able to be seen in all those places. But the reality is the way that most of us live our life is that not only do we not accept it in ourselves, not only do we not, um, I don't even know how to say it, like, 
Like there, there, there's a place where we're okay with something within ourselves. But then that leap to being able to be okay with sharing it, it's mm-hmm. a pretty big leap, but that's freedom. A hundred, right? yes. Right? And like when we feel not so free, it's usually because we're hiding, right? The, the first step is not hiding from yourself. The yes. second step is not hiding from others. Yeah, I, yes. And I ding, 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 give them a prize. Because I think what, what um, is so fascinating um, two points, like when you said we're a tribal people, you know, we're a tribal culture. So in, um, in seventh grade, I had a, um, that's when we used to have home ec. So my home ec teacher, um, I was in sewing. So I did cooking and sewing one semester, sewing the other. And I always had a lead foot in sewing. So I was always like, Zzz! like I always like drove this machine too fast. And we were all chatty because hormones and boys and girls together and all this stuff. And the way that she would threaten punishment to us is she would say, don't make me send you to Siberia. And she would threaten to cast us out of the group. And I've never forgotten that. And it's exactly what you're thinking about. So when you talk about, okay, we hit that place where we can maybe accept like, oh yeah, I did that thing or I'm whatever, whatever the thing we're working with and we're trying to accept about ourselves, we can get to a place of maybe inner peace with ourselves, but then having to admit it. So like in the 12 steps, like when you 12 steps of anything where you say, make a fearless moral inventory, okay, did that. Now make amends. It's like, fuck, like that's what can be really hard for people because, and it goes back to when we first started working together, well, the whole group and the big shift, when we first started working together, the first, you may not remember this because there's so much content, but I remember the first audios that we listened to were these three fear things. And it's like, the reason why we don't want to then share it, fear of rejection, fear of abandonment, fear of judgment, that we're not going to be loved. But it's, it's exactly what you said, getting to the other side of it and realizing that you're okay with it no matter what, no matter what they do. I'm, I'm making peace with myself. That is the ultimate freedom. That is the experience. You know, when uh, there's this uh, terminology in relationships, right? Like this person is not available. all that means is that person doesn't want to share parts of themselves that they're afraid they're going to be rejected yeah or unloved yeah that's that's really all it is right well because we were taught i mean it's the conditioning um you know just go all the way back to when we were kids and it's be a good boy be a good girl get good whatever your particular whatever people's particular household arrangement or you know you might not have been your parents but your culture, your society, your, the kids at school, your siblings, whatever, you know, your, your, your guardians, whoever it was, is as long as you're behaving in a way that I like, then you get the cookie, the treat, the money, the love, whatever the reward is, right? And, and never, almost never, almost never are we told. And I always say to kids who had parents, like when I always meet, when I meet people who are like, I had a really happy childhood. It was beautiful. My parents loved me. They support. I'm like, you're like a fucking unicorn, man. I have a unicorn sweater on right now. I'm like, you're like a unicorn. Because most of us, I think there was always this underlying threat of if you're not this, 
than this consequence. So I think it takes a lot of courage. After all the years of being conditioned to say, I'm not playing that game that way anymore. Transparency is a, is a muscle, I think, a, a skill like, that we build. Yeah, can I choose to do what I wanna do in a world when there's no consequences? Yeah. Or no reward for just being me. Well, it's the same thing, right? Like, right? Yeah. it's just a positive consequence. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's so interesting. It's like you were talking about if you didn't, if you could make just as much money, you would be doing this, right? I don't know. Would you? Right? Like, in a world where every need of yours, would be absolutely and utterly met. Mm -hmm. What would you choose to do tomorrow? So when you say, I, I'm very specific, I'm very literal kind of sometimes in specific person, but so if it was like, I have plenty of money, I can do whatever I want to do, like something like that, like I don't you have, have plenty to. Money, you have plenty of health, you had plenty of, love you had plenty of everything what would you do tomorrow i mean oh i would definitely be writing no doubt i mean i'm a communicator so i would still be finding ways to communicate but i guess it's like in that in that scenario in that scenario i just know i'd still be helping somebody somewhere doing something <laughs> but it might just it just might look a little different, I think. I think that, um, you know, I do this exercise sometimes with my clients where I say, can we just suspend like reality for a moment? And I want you to describe to me your perfect day. Like everything, what time would you wake up? Would you exercise? Like what, would you make love? Would you make music? Like. What would you eat? Like, what would a, like a perfect day, like exactly those perfect conditions. And what I find so fascinating is they'll start and then they'll go, but no, that's not possible. And I'm like, no, 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 we're suspending reality. And I think it can be really hard for us to imagine. Remember when I said to you, like, when I like joined your program and like we get the marketing book this big and there's all these things. And I just kept saying to you, I just want you to tell me that I can just, make money by being myself <laughs> that's all I ever wanted <laughs> like can I just be myself in this world and know that I can make a difference and 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 have you know enough money in the bank and all these things because I just the, the thought of conforming and trying to circ to slay myself into some version that makes it all work by the rules just fucking is not interesting to me <laughs> Yeah, and, and I also find it fascinating, like, you know, those questions of, like, what would, what would happen, right? Like, not like I asked these questions a lot. It just, it, would, it just came to me, and I thought, well, I can imagine lots of people coming up with that perfect day. And it just feels so good. Yeah. But would it feel good on day 32 of the same thing? Well, I think it depends on what 
what that looked like for you. Like for me, I know it involved like, there's definitely some time on a beach. I know there's some writing. I know that there's like, you know, so like I can like go down the line, right? It's probably some yummy vegan snacks and some time with my dogs, like whatever the thing is. And I ask myself that all the time because I feel right now this pull to move somewhere warm again. I'm like, I gotta get, I'm like, I'm like New Hampshire, your days are numbered. That's what I keep saying. Um, and I've always kind of like, I, I'm, I'm getting so much more clear with myself around like what's fantasy. Like, yeah, like I want to, I do. I've always wanted a little cottage on the beach, close to the beach. Nothing like it doesn't. And it's not that I wouldn't enjoy fancy and big. It's just, that's not never been the vision. Like, I'm just like, I want a safe place with a space for my sweetie to have a studio, me to have a writing space. It's sunny, it's bright, it's warm, close to the ocean. And then I'm like, I don't know, would I still be, when I lived in San Diego, I lived in an apartment right on like the water. And, uh, like by day 45, I was like, how many days can I lay on the beach? Like, how many yeah. days can I do this? You know, where do I feel most? Because I feel like we'll suffer if we don't feel purposeful or useful. And, that, and that's the thing. It's like, I, I, I think there was this uh, um, uh, quote or this interview with uh, Jim Carrey when he said some version of, like the thing that I really love about getting rich is the fact that I now know it has no meaning. Right. <laughs> right. So it's almost the same thing. It's like, yes, you might not like a day 45 laying on the beach. You might be like, well, that's not enough, but you got to get yourself to the point where you had those 45 days. And only from that place can you go, okay, there's something more. But that's the thing. We don't often give ourselves what we truly, truly want in that moment so that we never know what's next. Well, yeah, and you don't have the opportunity. I'm just continuing the thought. You don't have the opportunity to, to realize the thing that you want isn't actually what you wanted. Because I know, I always say, I know so many rich and successful, unhappy people. And I've had people say to me, like, when you, when you, for lack, when all your dreams come true, like, then what? Like, now what? And so I'm, I'm always, I'm always fascinated by, um, so if it's not the cottage on the beach yet or whatever, can I be just as happy with what is? And that's kind of my thing. Well, how do I make every day my ideal day, even if it's in like, you know, I'm like, it doesn't do me any good to bitch and moan that I'm in cold, cold New Hampshire all, all winter long. So I think it's like, not, not like giving up on the dream or whatever the thing is, but I don't want to live in a way where I don't have like immense gratitude for how things are. In, to, to roll back to the very beginning of this, because I think all of it is a deepening and a discovery process around what really matters in these transitions that we go through because my youngest self would have wanted something different and my 35 year old self would want something than my 45 year old self than my 51 year old self so i think this continual process of allowing ourselves to first of all like what you said get really honest and want what we want and then be willing to allow an internal pivot to happen or an external pivot to happen when we go oh i got it now what like it's still not the thing yeah and, and also even if it's an egoic want right like because there's, 
some rich information there when we get what we want, right? And sometimes, like, I found myself last week going, like, the thing that I've been saying that I want <laughs> is handed to me, and I'm, like, trying to throw it away. <laughs> what is that all about? Do you have any clues as to what you think it's all about? No, I have no clue. I mean, <laughs> like, look, at, at the end of the day, it really is about love, right? Yes, of course. And, you know, but oh, other, yeah. other than that, it's all, uh, you know, like one big acid trip, really. It, it, like, it is. Like, and I think that's why, you know, the beautiful thing one of the things I love about what A Course in Miracles says is basically, look, we're not telling you to deny the body and to deny your feelings. Just don't make it such a big deal. Don't make it too real. And it's, it's a way of saying, if you are the light of the world, like lighten up a little bit. And somebody once said to me, um, for, for Course in Miracles students, you, you might get this. For those of you who don't know, just like stay with me for the story. It says, whenever something is unfolding in your life, just imagine that it's happening on a big stage in front of you, like a live play that is being enacted and all the actors are playing their roles and doing the things you've assigned to them. And you're in the audience and on one side is Jesus on one side is Holy Spirit. And I always think about it like this. At some point I lean over and I go, is this a comedy or a tragedy? And then I'm like, I think it's a comedy. <laughs> As you asked that question, I thought Jesus looks at you and goes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah, right? So, yeah. So, in, and I think part of it too, so much of it for me, and it's why when I, when I talk about my big three, like one of my big three, like, well, you know, and there can be more than three, but one of my big threes has always been humor and like just not taking myself and all of this acid trip, as you put it, like so seriously, because it is, it's just like, what I can't tell you how many how times a day I just, I just talk to, I talk to myself all the time and I just go, what the fuck is happening right now? Like that's, I often just feel like, I don't know. I'm just running with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it seems like, uh, I don't know what the hell is happening right now. Is the perfect way for us <laughs> to end this Episode. I, I second I gavel. I knock my gavel. I second that. And here's to continuing not knowing what is happening, but loving every step of the journey. I amen. That's all. Amen, brother. <laughs> Ciao for now. See ya. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days. And let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. 
And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing.